passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And welcome into a Monday edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by EP Ringside and Shapshot Sean Shapiro on another edition of Spits and Suds. And yesterday was impressive, Mr. Shapiro, against a solid, probably disappointing Florida team. And we start today's discussion with the fact that the NHL decides to schedule this game approximately first face off at 45 minutes prior to the Dallas Cowboys, a meaningful game by the Cowboys. And when I watched the game, all I kept thinking of was the passive stars fan. And what I mean by that is this is a city that loves to jump on the shoulders of teams playing well and teams that are going to make the playoffs. And to me, yesterday's performance by the locals was could have been a great promotion for the second half of the season for the Dallas Stars, only to be outdone. And uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, why the NHL would schedule like you know a game like that, and if it was a day situation, couldn't they just push the game earlier to a noon uh, puck drop? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 there's one, one factor, and I will at least in the initial present the slight defense to the stars in the NHL was the fact of the Cowboys game, from my understanding, right, was flexed to that time, right? Like going into the last Correct. week, it's always kind of like, so the timing was always going to be slightly odd either way, but 
That being said, the NHL and teams in, and you have two teams who live in that, in that realm where both Florida and Dallas are two teams where, and even though the stars are a much, are a better attended team than Florida, but the stars also live in that realm where if you look at the split in NHL attendance between the end of the NFL season and, uh, but basically the NFL season is split. You look, you see an attendance spike across the league in Sunbelt teams in Florida. You see it in Dallas. You see it, you see it pretty much everywhere where there's, it's not a quote unquote traditional hockey market. And for two teams that are playing and you need to grow the casual fan base and you need to get more than just the diehards because of just the pure economics and numbers for them to be playing at three 30 on an NFL Sunday in the first place was just, ridiculous i mean Mm -hmm. it's not like it it would be excusable it would be excusable if we're talking about like the boston bruins or the toronto maple leafs in town or like some team where you're like okay we still not like the visiting team at least would still be have attention would still be the center of attention but no we're talking about another sunbelt team and i know the nhl schedule is can be difficult to to figure out sometimes. And I know there's different things that have to be juggled here and there and everything like that, but it's just, it's a shame that between the Cowboys game playing between TCU getting ready for a national championship game tonight, between the Mavericks playing. And from my understanding, the Mavericks also got kind of got scheduled job this weekend too, on other elements yep. uh, where it's like, basically what turned into a really good stars game or really the type of game where you want people to to use as a showcase it got buried completely i mean i would imagine if you went to go pick up the um if if, if you went to go look at traditional coverage of sports in dfw i don't know how far you would have to sift to find yeah the talk of of hey the stars beat the panthers 5-1 and by the way Jason Robertson, the 2017 draft class did it again. Like it's, it's, it's just a shame. And yep, I know you could have had there. I just feel like I'm in today's day and age. I feel like there's the flex you, you need to be able to start to be able to find some of that flexibility. Um, I don't like when the, like, I didn't like when the NHL, um, I didn't like when the NHL played the winter classic on January 2nd, but I I I I didn't like when the when the NHL conceded that to the NFL. I think big events. I still think you put the full power of your league, and you're like, hey, you know what? We're still going to do it. But in this case, when you're talking about a regionally televised game, a regular season game between two teams from your Sun Belt, I think you got to be you got to be able to under play the lay of the land a little bit better. I think you've got to find some flexibility, and with techno technology today, every single per- you know. Every single fan who has bought a ticket, all tickets are digital, everything like that. You could have easily yep. could have easily made it made it well known about the chime change. And and even if you would have had some some mix-ups and crossovers and everything like that, you could have made sure you were ready to to handle that properly. I just I it's it's a shame this game got lost because this was a good game. This yeah. was a this was a this was a strong stars performance against a Florida team, as you said, that is that is not really hitting where that needs to, where it's needs to be, or supposed to be right now, but it's, it's, it's it, this. It, yeah. Jake, 
Yeah, this we hit it on the head. You hit it on the head right there off the top. Yeah, this I, is I think the other that, thing that too that we're yeah. not thinking about is, uh, you know, also buried as far as Miami's concerned too, because the oh, Dolphins yeah. were playing. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's a game where the stars stars went and won, and at the exact forty one games played, exact halfway point of the season, and on top of the central they're they're on top of the central they're right there with vegas vegas has played one more game has one more win so you can literally catch vegas and points and points percentage the next game you play you've got a good team you have and in order to have success as a franchise in this market you know as well as anyone gavin to have success out to have to, to grab the fans attention you have to realize that your fan base and, and we're not talking to the people listening to this podcast i want to be clear on that right now i Absolutely. know all of you i know all of the people listening to this podcast watch the stars game i know if you're listening to this podcast we love you and we want you to keep telling your friends keep helping us grow this but you need you need the stars to get the rah rah enthusiastic help from the people who are your Cowboys diehard friends, you know, or not even your diehard friends, yep. just your casual sports fans. And so this is not, this is not a complaint. And I realize if you're listening to this, you probably watch the stars game and you're thinking, why are they droning on about this? But you know what, as a, you want it to be more than merrier. You want to be more readily available for the casual. You, you, you want to not be, Oh, that team that also played randomly. You want to go out of your way to make sure that you are, gaining attention because this team deserves attention and right now frankly it's not getting enough attention in the metroplex just because of a, a myriad of factors that it could be it could be getting more attention and i i think it's going to be something where um everyone who's listening to this you're all going to realize there's all these people are going to kind of in about three months you're going to get a bunch of people jumping on the bandwagon and you're going to think where were you guys three months ago it's been fun for the whole time because it's yep. been a fun season Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, one of the things that we try to do on this podcast, Sean, is grow the great game here in North Texas. And I tell Stars fans, like, you know, if someone's confused at a game, don't look at them like, you know, oh, man, that person doesn't know anything. Help them out. Because the reality is, is this is still, even though been around for a while, it's still a newer market. And you talk to anyone that ever goes to a hockey game live, they'll get hooked. And that's one of the coolest things about in-person. To me, it's the best game to watch because the speed is so much faster than on television. So, you know, this was just an example where I agree with you, Sean. This was a perfect example. I mean, you have a superstar in the making in Jason Robertson who scores two wonderful goals, especially that first one, top shelf. I don't know how he lifted that. Um, so, you know, you look at that and I, I just look at the performance of the club and yeah, I mean, I think we both agree. It was, it was a little, little, uh, you know, disappointing because, you know, you could see some, 
seats that were empty and, um, you know, people might have made the choice like, hey, I'm going to watch the Cowboys or anything like that. Now, I will say the flip side, Stars have done a great job in the barn this year. They've been loud. They've been active. They've been filling the house. So that's uh, that's also super cool. So a 5-1 to one victory, and I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, usually when you score five goals, kind of lost in the shuffle. But once again, I'll start, Sean, with the Jake Ottinger performance. A lot of key saves early. Um, I don't think the Stars were necessarily, I don't want to use the word sluggish, but, you know, I, I think it took a while for them to to get going, and Jake made some key saves uh, early. I absolutely love the pad save right up against where there were three scoring chances and he just held that pad strong. Um, and, you know, I, I look at his stats right now, 922 save percentage, 2.34 goals against, and that just continues to um, keep dipping in the right direction. So I thought that was really cool. Give me your overall thoughts on yesterday's performance. Yeah, I, I mean, the as I said off the top there, the, once again, I think actually uh... – Oh, his third star was Essa. But the the three, the I was about to say, I thought Miro may have been the third star. So all three stars would have been the 2017 draft class. But uh, I thought as a bit of a goalie nerd, I liked seeing, it was fun to watch Ottinger versus, uh, versus Spencer Knight because you're talking about kind of the young future of yeah. goaltending in the United States. And you're talking about two guys that were first round picks, uh, Jake in 2017, Spencer Knight in 2019. Um, I enjoyed that. I thought, um, just kind of it was one of those games where you win five to one and you did but I thought the stars did a lot of like I'll use the word territorial dominance on this Mm -hmm. there's 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 little things that they did um they they there's little things they did where even though Ottinger had to make what was it? 27 saves. Um, I thought there was little things they did where they just kind of Florida has some firepower, the way they limited the shot location, the way they did block some shots, the way they, they, they did kind of break down the Panthers flow. Like I thought it was such a good disruptive game where even though the five, the five, one score line at the end felt like a blowout, it wasn't a game where you're like, oh, they like they were always going to win five one. But you always felt like they were going to win. Like I like even if even when they were going into the third period up three one, you still felt good like they were going to yeah. win. And 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 I don't know if that is a. It's I think it's a combination of things. I don't know if I don't I don't know what what if it's more of a testament to the attitude of this team because like it used to be like the stars would be up three to one going to the third period and you start to get a little bit nervous. You'd be like, Oh no, Oh no. What are they going to do? Like, I, I think now, I think it's just kind of a testament to halfway through this season, 41 game mark under Pete DeBoer, this team has proven they can handle the pressure of having a lead. And I think that's something that as silly as it sounds, that's something that past stars teams haven't past stars teams and coaching staffs didn't handle well. And I think now they're handling it well. So um, good, good win, good way to kind of hit that five, hit that 50% mark of the season. And, uh, I, it's hard to obviously in, for all the good things, obviously the one thing that just comes out of concern and we're still waiting for an update is obviously Rope Hens leaves yep. the game with an injury and Rope had, uh, the game or two games before I got to remember exactly. He also left for a little bit, but came back and, um, 
just the way that's that's the one concern coming out of this is what's the long-term prognosis on Ropa Hints? Um, is, it, is this something where it's just kind of uh, nicked up and he'll be back soon? Is it something a little bit longer? Um, I think as long, I think even if Hints is to miss a couple games, I don't think it changes the long-term trajectory of this team at all. It's just, you just hope it's something that it's not something long-term because he's been playing so great. He's been playing so well. And it's just been so fun to see to actually have a line that has been to actually have a line. Like we talked about it. That was it weeks ago. Now. I don't know. We talked about when there was the best lines in hockey, yeah. to actually have a line that talk about one of the best lines in hockey. Like it's, it's, you hope that he's back soon. Um, and he's able to play on this road trip just because that's the one negative out of all of this. Well, what I love about that line too, is I don't, I mean, sometimes you can, get hockey lines where you say, well, that person's doing so well because they're on the same line as fill in the blank. And yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think you could say that about all three, you know, because I mean, I think, I think they all bring something to the table and that's, what's so fascinating about the Pavelski Robertson and Hintz line. So uh, yeah, fingers uh, certainly crossed on that. I also wanted to ask you about the travel situation. I mean, Playing in L.A., then playing in Anaheim, you're back for a game after a couple practice, and then you're back now on the East Coast. I just thought that was, boy, that that's pretty fascinating. That's a lot of miles covered in about a week span. It's it's the nature of playing for the Dallas Stars, though. Um, every single year, the mileage comes out for like miles traveled and everything like that, and they the stars are always up top for most miles traveled in a season, just by being, by not really having a natural, like the closest trip is, is it Nashville? I'm trying to think of what the the shortest flight is. I think it would be Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. 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 But like, you don't have any short flights. It's one of the reasons that like, I've I've spoken to Jim Neal about this before a couple of times. It's one of the reasons that, um, you have to, uh, you have to give more, more thought to a backup goalie that can play. Jim, Jim and I have talked about this before. He's like, Hey, you have to think about having a backup goalie you can play because as much as, uh, as much the goalie playing in the Eastern conference is able to be a starter and conserve energy more like, um, and obviously Andre Vasilevsky is a freak of nature already, but Andre Vasilevsky, the point I was once pointed out to me that Andre Vasilevsky is probably be able to even more of a freak of nature because he plays in the East and he doesn't have, he doesn't have the long trips yeah. literally within his own conference. And that's something that's just the nature of, of Dallas. And that's something where like when I was handling the stars, um, the one good thing about NHL about being NHL teams is at least you're flying on a pretty, uh, on a pretty, pretty nice flight. Yep. And, uh, and it's, uh, and then they take care of you pretty well. So at least you have that, but it's one of the natures of as, as a Dallas star, you learn that you are going to have some long travel and on top of that, and unless it's changed, I'll have to double check and send a text to double check this, but like, the stars for the longest time had a team plane that didn't have Wi-Fi, so a lot of card games. Yeah. So. 